the word of the Lord from 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we'll know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. And everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Text for our gospel proclamation comes from the epistle of 1 John chapter 3 and serves as the basis of our theme for All Saints Day observed, ending divisions once and for all. Well, it's finally happened. After 21 years in the ministry and over 10 years before that, actively volunteering at church as a Sunday school teacher, altar guild helper, and youth ministry assistant, I have never seen this happen before. The world has shifted in its analysis of who Jesus is. If you follow cultural trends and listen to the latest comedy troops or watch popular TV shows and pay attention to religious and political pundits, Virtually everyone in the last 40 to 50 years agreed that Jesus was the good guy. Even if he was the butt of a joke, it was always the kind of rendering that knew Jesus meant for the best and people appreciated him as such. He was always the useful common ground to talk about with people, even Jews and Muslims, because he was connected to their religion in a positive way, even if they didn't believe in him as God. So we could have the conversations. We would agree on the value of Christ's influence in the world. We understood where religion erred, but he was still the good guy we could turn to for the better. Understanding what was virtuous, effective, and uniting in this world? Well, that's changed. For the first time in my memory, Jesus, not religion and all the inherent problems that come with denominationalism, but Jesus is now considered divisive in and of himself by many young people today. Jesus, the great uniter of cultures and races around the world. Jesus, the very personification of redemption and salvation for over 2,000 years. Jesus, the ultimate good guy, is now considered to be the very personification of division, judgment, and all that is wrong with our culture today. Now, I'm sure... That disappoints you just as much as it disappointed me the first time I heard it. I get particularly upset when people miscast my Savior as something I don't believe him to be. Some religions are willing to suggest he is not God, but merely an angel from heaven. 
Them thars fighting words for me. Some use our Lord's name in vain when they curse, swear, lie, or deceive. And that stabs my heart the hardest, especially when I catch myself doing it in a moment of sinful weakness. Some try to cast him as a ghost, others as a mere man, both missing the historical and creedal reality of who he is. But they never accused him of being the bad guy, rather just some guy that was used inappropriately by the bad guys. So to accuse Jesus of being the problem is a new problem I've never anticipated. And the bigger problem for me today, in light of John's letter, is this. Jesus may just have intended this reaction to who he is by those who know him not. Now, we have to carefully examine what Jesus has consistently done and how this reaction to Jesus as too much or not right or too hard is exactly what he intended. Consider Jesus and the rich young man in Matthew 19. Here, Jesus sees the rich man looking to justify himself before God, convinced he could keep the law. But Jesus sees his heart and makes it too hard for him, demanding that he give up what he never wanted to surrender for Jesus' sake. Or in Matthew 5, Jesus takes logical reactions to our enemies, seemingly rooted in scripture, and demands more than we can possibly reasonably expect it to do, like loving and unselfishly seeking what is best for our enemies, and literally praying for people who actively persecute us? Or in Matthew 18, when Peter came to Jesus and suggested that forgiving someone seven times was more than generous enough, and Jesus made it clear that 70 times seven is the bare minimum, leaving all awestruck at this ludicrous expectation. When people, especially people of God, think they can pretend to be godly in God's presence, Jesus makes it clear. He won't let them pretend. Like the hardcore boot camp drill instructor that catches the soldiers loafing and makes them work 20 times harder than they would have had to had they simply done their duty in the first place. Like the cranky youth counselor that is woken up by campers in the middle of the night and gets the campers up to do extra chores at the crack of dawn and clean the camp and do the dishes to help discourage late dalliances out of the tents the following evening. So our Lord comes at the pretenders hard. In a way, he is the bad guy to them. He is the divider, and he, our sweet Jesus, says so in Luke chapter 12. Do you think that I came to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but division. From now on, there will be five in one family divided against each other, three against two, and two against three. They will be divided, father against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. This is where the world is gone. 
They know exactly who Jesus is for them because they do not know him. If you don't know Jesus, if you are pretending with Jesus that you are righteous in and of yourselves, Jesus will not let you pretend anymore. He will make it clear that the burden you think you can bear is unbearable. Jesus will show you that your capacity to forgive is incapacitated. If you believe you can be the Messiah to men of many needs, their needs will be so beyond your comprehension that you will not even begin to provide for any people at all. This is why Jesus is the bad guy today. Because arrogant men think they are God and Jesus assures us in our passage today that they are not. And they have saved much of that vitriol for anyone who won't pretend anymore. The world, Satan, and our own sinful nature are coming for us. Thank God Jesus is standing in the way. They deny God's law because they do not know him. They hate godly families because they don't believe in their eternal father. They hate spiritual life because they refuse the Holy Spirit's opening of their eyes to see Jesus for who he is. They hate us because we no longer pretend before Jesus. We simply reflect him. If they believed, they would see the Father's love in the creation he placed them in that provides for all their physical needs. If they knew what kind of sinner they were, they would know that Jesus is the only Savior from sin. If they recognized their wise thoughts and words were but mindless ramblings compared to the foolishness of God, and if they knew their strength was pitiable when compared to the weakness of God, they would open their eyes to the Spirit's work and let the true wisdom of God shine through them. But problems in the world persist because they resist. And that resistance to Jesus is because they don't know Jesus as he is. And those who resist have always been there. And until our Lord comes to take us home, always will be. They were there when they wanted to throw Jesus from the cliff for telling them who he really is. And this was the people of his own hometown. They were there when they sought to stone him to death because he told them he is God. They were on the Via Dolorosa, the way of suffering that Jesus walked with a crossbeam strapped to his back after being whipped and beaten and then finally led to his crucifixion. They thought they were done with him, never dreaming that he had already forgiven them. If they thought Jesus was divisive, they were actually right. For he divided his hands and feet with nine-inch nails. He divided his ribs with a Roman spear. And that divided their souls from the clutches of the devil to save them from their selves. If they don't believe it, they don't know him. So tell them so we can end these divisions once and for all.
Amen.